0: That's right, you're listening to MoneyFM 89.3 and it's now time for Market View where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market is likely to close for the day, the biggest movers, sectors and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started. Well, Singapore shares started the day on a softer note amid major counters Q3 updates. In early trade, the Straits Times Index was down 0.6% to 3,154 points after some 93 million securities These changed hands in the broader market. Now, numbers on the SGX are still firming up, but here's what we are looking at at the moment. The Straits Times Index currently down 1.45%, and we are looking at 3,127 points. In terms of value turnover, that's 1.16 billion Sing dollars. Now, gainers, trailed losers, 275 versus 332. Top five movers by value we have here Singtel, DBS, U. SIA and OCBC. Heavily traded securities included CTRIM, and Singtel. Now, in terms of companies to watch, we do have Singapore Airlines. The national carrier posted net profit of 1.4 billion SING dollars for the first six months of financial year ended September. Now, meanwhile, from more on the latest earnings out of Singapore to a possible rescue of Country Garden by Ping An Insurance Group, more corporate headlines and focus today, and joining me on the line is Toby Gresham, Investment Counselor Team Lead at City Private Bank. Toby, welcome.
1: Hi, Tian Tian. Good to be on.
0: And great to have you on board as always. And Toby, let's start with the Singapore stock market as usual. How has the SDI Fed so far? Any surprises when it comes to movers such as Singtel after that Optus outage?
1: Yeah, so I mean, the Singapore market was one of the worst performing in Asia um, mm. t- uh, today. And it wasn't really a follow through from from the US overnight. Uh, I mean, uh, S&P was, was up about 0.3%. The reason behind that uh, was about two thirds of that decline was was banks and, and Singtel specifically. Um, and, I mean, the fall we've seen on the bank side, a lot of that, that is to do with the fact yields are down. And so, you know, DBS was, was the brunt of the banking uh, drag. But, you know, the other, other two principal names were there as well. But Singtel w- was certainly grabbing the headlines. Um, and the reason for that was, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. there was an Optus outage on their mobile and, and internet um, in, in australia and just put this in context you know optus um this impact was about 10 million customers yeah and so singtel own um the second biggest telco in australia No, the good news is service has been restored um but to be honest with you, the, the timing couldn't be worse mm-hmm. uh, singtel's board were in australia this week so um not what they wanted to see when they arrived in australia for sure yeah. um look in relation to the percentage of drop we saw uh, DBS last month, if you remember, had an outage and they yes. were down about 1%. Um, stock was down 5% on the back of this move uh, yes. for Singtel. It looks a little bit overdone at that level.
0: All right. And let's talk about Singapore Airlines still. Hopefully something positive here because the national carrier posted net profit. We're looking at 1.4 billion Sing dollars for the first six months of the FY ended September. And this figure is up 55% from what's seen a year ago. Now, how do you think the second half would look like given the strong recovery momentum?
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, look, this is... A sec- biggest quarterly profit on yeah. record, which is great for Singtel, but certainly for, for us fair-paying uh, consumers and flyers, it, it does feel quite painful. Um, mm. Not surprisingly in that detail, Scoot, yeah. um, you know, th- their, their passenger traffic was up 42% as some of us have to downgrade to Scoot from, from SQ. Mm.
0: Um,
1: and that trend is, is, I think, an ongoing one. The, the good news is, look, fare, fare rises into, into next year. They are going down on the major routes. And on top of that, we are expecting more and more supply resumption as more airlines get delivered planes in 2024. So what does that broadly mean for passengers? It's going to be good news. Mm. Um, It's going to be harder for the airlines in general, as we can expect, I think, more of a top line decline as prices go down and more planes become available.
0: I was, in fact, one of those people who contributed to the numbers at SIA. So um, hopefully we'll see prices for etiquettes going down. But aside from SIA, um, Toby, we do have the likes of C-Trim posting their earnings. So expect some not so good news out of there. even though the net order book is seeing 150% on-year increase. Um Tell us a little bit more about that. And also, how is the latest earnings season in Singapore looking like for now?
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean the Cetrium. Um, that that was a sort of sort of widely expected. with the, the order book increase that came through, and it is a big number. Um, I think within that, some of the renewable uh, component of that is seen as certainly a favorable um, a favorable area that they're they're looking to get that business in. But they've still got a, a net loss on the year. So, you know, going into close, we, we, it had been sort of broadly fat, uh, flat in the market, and it, it was looking like it was going to close down as a result. But looking out to the rest of the earnings season, you know, it has been really around the banks and REITs, and a lot of this relates to, to rates. A lot of the good news of, yeah. of these higher rates is baked into the banks, and the guidance coming out it it is looking at sort of more headwinds in anticipation that rates are going to fall on the REIT side I mean they've obviously struggled with some of these these higher rates Um, we're very lucky on a sort of regional basis that Singapore has been you know a beneficiary be that of, of people moving here and capital and businesses moving here so occupancy on things like office has been very high um, and we can expect, those supply is going to come through on that uh, into next year. Industrial remains our preference on the REITs, and a lot of that was sort of borne out in the numbers that we saw. So the main thing to be looking out for is, look, if rates are going to roll over, hmm. that's the, the catalyst that these um, these sectors are looking for, and that was very much sort of borne out in, in the guidance that we saw.
0: Hmm. And let's take a look at some developments around the region, um, Toby. This big piece of news today. Reuters reported, citing sources, that Chinese authorities have asked Ping An Insurance Group to take a controlling stake in Country Garden. Now, Ping An has denied the information reported by Reuters. We have talked quite in depth in the previous sessions about you know what is enough by the Chinese uh, authorities to support the property sector. Will this rescue be enough to revive confidence? Though?
1: Um look, I mean, I, I, I'd look at this sort of more on a macro level. Um, <laughs> What, what we're seeing in the market here is stabilization, and this has been an ongoing trend that we've seen in terms of some of the intervention um, from, from China. What, what we really, and the market is calling for, is demand generation. Um, so in, in terms of uh, what the market wants, is it wants something much more consumption focused. Infrastructure spend is one thing, and bailing out property companies you know, would be very much in that camp. Mm -hmm. But what we're really looking for is to address poor sentiment Mm -hmm. and in turn leading to a consumer led recovery where you're going to not only support property prices, but you're going to get people out spending um, uh, on the high street as well.
0: Hmm, Right. And we have about two minutes to go, but uh, let's take a look at some companies in the US because a lot of interesting things going on here. One is Robinhood Markets missed Wall Street estimates for Q3 revenue, which is weighed down by a slowdown in trading activity. At the same time, we've got news of WeWork's bankruptcy. Does that signal any wider woes in the US, particularly two things, uh, what's happening in the property market and also the retail investing sentiment?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Robinhood, that's not surprising with elevated volume. Volatility, consumers mm. are going to trade less. Um, we work – this, this bankruptcy has been very well telegraphed to the market. Yeah. And so, I mean, this is a hangover from cheap money over the last decade. Mm. Property and retail, these headwinds, it, it's really relating to high rates constraining yeah. these sectors. And so that's very much a rolling recession that we're looking at here, not, not a, an explicit recession. Into next year, we are expecting to roll out of that recession. The current U.S. earnings season has seen results and earnings up sort of 6%. Um, and we expect that corporate growth story to continue. Mm. Um, what we expect that to trigger is right. likelihood of cuts from the Fed. Mm. And if they cut, we're going to see a, a greater discount rate applied to equity. All and right. that's going to increase the attractiveness of equities. So from our perspective, look, mm. we're over, we've just turned marginally overweight on U.S. Mm. equities. And you know we, we're recommending to clients to be looking positioning portfolios in anticipation of what what we expect next year.
0: All right, exciting and lots to watch. Thanks a lot, Toby. That was Toby Gresham, investment counselor team lead at City Private Bank. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.